0: Hello and welcome back! This is the brand new custom-written 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I am DM Reynard, and this is A Sense of Adventure. In today's episode we meet the first of our adventuring party, Julian Jest. A strange one, but a likely fellow nonetheless. He's a traveler, a singer and a storyteller. Armed with his unique lute and a songbook, he declares his mission onto the world. Hello everyone, my name is Peter Crano. I'll be playing Julian Jest,
1: the Jester-like bard with a sense of adventure sort of forced upon him by his mentor, who is now unfortunately deceased. He is carrying on the legacy to become the world's greatest bard. And uh, maybe, maybe uh, get up do some mischief, but it's all for stories and songs, because a bard's tale does not start with him, it starts with the world around him.
0: To master the skills his mentor was trying to teach him, he needed practice. His mentor left him with his most prized possession, a charmed spellbook filled with songs, stories and bardic teachings gathered over a great many years. All of which Julian was determined to master. He thought it only fit to start his grand tour in the capital city of Mirador, the city of opportunity. Travelling from inn to inn, trying to find a patron that would give him the opportunity to perform was slightly harder of a challenge than he anticipated.
1: Everybody knows the yawning rabbit, Its grand ballrooms would make the
0: perfect opportunity to be seen. One would think. But alas! A suspicious-looking fellow in a mask to cover his face seems a bit more ominous than most people would feel comfortable with. But the sisters denied his request, and so did many of the other establishments. The only gig he was able to find was a one-night trial at the Seabreeze Inn. A good name for an inn, but not a good inn at all. To the north, on the wooden docks that constantly get hammered by the waves of the ocean, you can find the Sea Breeze Inn. It is a wooden framed building, worn by the constant wet winds blowing in from the charmed water seas. The rooms out back are simple, cheap accommodation, mainly meant for sailors that spend the night before leaving on ships again the next morning, either still drunk or heavily hung over. Chairs and tables are in a constant state of mending, due to the rowdy crowd of clientele. There's always a drunken chant, or folk song dragging along cheerfully. There seems to have been an attempt to decorate the inn with fishing nets and oars, but this seems to have only made the inn feel more cluttered. The owner is a short pot-bellied human, half bald with a patchy beard, aptly named the Vulture. The resemblance is uncanny. Julian's performance is set to start an hour before sundown, and the Vulture has agreed to give him the stage for the night and a room provided he does not screw up too badly.
1: Julian walks up to the bar and uh, asks the vulture, and is like, are you sure that the stage is sound? I've um, noticed a few cracks, um, and the drapes are a bit dilapidated. Don't you think a bit more spruce would uh, help bringing clientele? You know?
0: <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, the vulture would reply by, uh, looking around in the room, cleaning out some of the glasses, looking around, this is like, you're welcome to do with the stage what you like.
1: Um, I do, I do apologize, but I do find myself slightly short on cast. hence I'm performing here. Um, but fine. I've done better, I've made do with better. Um, yes, yes, I will make this work. Uh... Where is the powder room for, so where I might prepare <laughs>
0: for uh, the performance? <laughs> I gave you a room out back. Use that if you need. Ah. As um, for, for the people here, I, I don't think they'd mind if you fuck up anyway. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, great. I'll then go to backstage. Okay. Um, I walk onto the, okay, Julian proceeds to walk towards the stage area, uh, inspecting it, like just trying to climb over the floorboards that look like they are about to collapse. Um, he looks behind the curtain. Does he, is there actually
0: a no. backstage? There is no backstage. There's no backstage to <laughs> the area, but there is a probably a slightly built out part of a stage, like just a raised dais or raised platform. To the right hand side of the stage, there is a door that you can exit the establishment from out, um, uh, like a fire escape, <laughs> if it would be anything but that. But there are no curtains really, as I said. It's just these fishing nets hanging from from the stage, kind of thing. Mm. Um, The floor itself, the stage, is kind of sticky. As you walk around, it sticks around. (laughs) You don't know whether it's beer, vomit, um, or just the wet atmosphere from being so close to the the sea itself. But everything's wet and sticky. (sighs) Well,
1: okay. Seeing as uh, the backstage is non-existent, uh, moving is... Ugh i think i will um go sit outside and just find like some sort
0: of bench just to tune my loot Mm -hmm. okay so i proceed outside you'll find that outside outside relatively is you're in um, the the dock district Mm. of of mirador city Mm -hmm. um there is a lot of movement going in and out there there are ships moving (laughs) in and out so there are deckhands moving uploading offloading ships there are uh shops and traders that do walk around selling stuff to people that are in the area so there's a lot of movement this is a very busy district so you will definitely find some place to sit Um, okay so i think
1: um, julian will just find the nearest uh, slightly out of the way uh, place to sit and chunis eludes until roughly the performance should
0: start Okay, what type of a performance are you going to be doing? Um,
1: I thought about doing about... Uh, I think I think he would just do like a normal player, sing a few bardic songs that he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, coupled with uh, like, he wouldn't be sitting still. He would uh, move around the bells on his coats to sort of emphasize... Does he get off the stage? Or does no, it no, no. He would, the he would he would around, not okay. leave the stage <laughs> okay. for the fear of 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 getting completely mugged by anyone he passes by.
0: Um, he... <laughs> okay. The more uh, when Julian starts his performance, uh, the the people in the bar think this is very weird and strange as this this weird creature. Uh, person, character, you can call him, is moving around on stage, dancing around, very, how can we say this, animated. Yes, Um, (laughs) (laughs) puppet-like. But the more they drink, the less they care, the more they sing and the rowdier they get, the more they enjoy uh, this fantastic performance you are giving. Um... Let's just give it a whirl. Let's do your first dice roll and see yes, how your performance is going How gonna well look. my performance mm. is doing. How well are you going to perform on your first dice roll of the game?
1: 16! Oh. Plus, I think I'm proficient in this, so that would probably be
0: a 23. Nice. After a few hours of a near-perfect performance, and keeping the crowd entertained, the rowdiness of the inn begins to surface. You see the door of the inn fly open and a tower of a man walks into the bar. He slams his fist onto the bar and barks his order at the vulture. Drink! Now! He reaches over to a smaller man sitting next to him's drink, picks it up and downs it in one gulp. Big mistake. The shorter man jumps up from his stool with lightning quick reflexes and clocks him one in the jaw. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. An old adage proven true again as the tower of a man topples backwards and destroys the table behind him. This is all it takes to start an all-out bar brawl in this joint. It all happens so fast, you barely have time to react. Shocked, you stumble backwards away from the crowd and end up losing your footing and taking a tumble right off the side of the stage. You hear shouting, crashing and things breaking and suddenly a man drops down on the floor right next to you. As you look up, The huge wooden chair leg sticking out of his chest and the vast amount of blood is a strong indication that this man might be dead. Might be. Hmm. (laughs) Okay.
1: Uh, What the hell? What the hell is this? Okay, okay. I'm going to crawl right out of here without anyone seeing me. Um, Julian, I'd like to sneak out. ...and okay. not get punched in the face. He will return later to the vulture... ...to reclaim his... Uh, ...his performance
0: money. Okay. So... ...is no money guaranteed yet, but... Yes. Well, he's hoping... ...to okay. get paid. Okay. Um... The noise must have obviously alerted the authorities... ...that something is happening. Because moments later... ...the whole bar is swarming with Townsguard. Immediately people stop fighting and start to scatter. You, out of the corner of your eye, notice specifically one guard looking in your direction. He looks at the wooden body. Back at you. At the body. Then it draws on both of you. This looks oddly suspicious. The guard draws his sword and yells at you immediately. Oh, you over there! Stay right where you are! Oh,
1: shit. Um... I kind of turn around uh, with my hands in the air, mm-hmm. and as he comes within in reach or within uh, th- thirty feet of me, I go. Sorry, have you heard the joke about the paper? Don't worry, it's terrible, and I cast Tasha's hideous laughter on him.
0: Okay. <laughs> that is a wisdom set. Yes. I oh, fifteen. Fails. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, the joke is terrible. And yes, he cans himself laughing. Uh, he kind of drops his sword down to the ground. Uh, he kind of clenches his stomach as he starts laughing and bending over with laughing. As he laughs and laughs, uh, he doesn't know why he's laughing, but that was such a terrible joke. And I'm assuming you're gonna oh, I'm, this I'm going to, to. I'm going to bolt out that door. Okay. <laughs> Okay. You slam the door down, you very easily kinda do get lost in the crowd. Uh, just do me a stealth check with advantage due to the crowd and a guards not knowing that you're standing there at the (laughs) moment. 2. and my base stats that would be a stealth check, so that put me on like eighteen, I think. That's good enough. Uh, You sneak out the door where this person's lying on the ground. Now, just to the right-hand side of you is the stage exit. (laughs) (laughs) Exit? Stage left! (laughs) Okay. You smack that door open as the whip, and it almost breaks off its hinges uh, as you just start bolting down the road. Uh, You see more guards headed in that direction as the obvious raucous let the guards know that stuff is happening here, and they're starting to to just spill in from every corner. Uh, And you kind of find a way to skulk into the shadows as you disappear and you run down one of the alleyways next to the uh buildings um shit 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 why
1: this this shit always happen to me i just want to get paid i'm so bloody hungry ha <laughs> huh, an outhouse N- uh, no 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 uh, barrel no
0: uh it's say the roofs and stuff here are not too hard to scale so you'll probably find a barrel or two that you could just probably pop up and find yourself a a a roof or somewhere to kind of lay low on okay
1: uh yeah i think i'll i'll try and semi parkour
0: off a barrel off a wall on the wall on the (laughs) roof that would not be too difficult to do uh, as uh There's a lot of stuff stacked up all Mm -hmm. over this place. This is, as you said, this is the Dock District. So you can imagine that that, uh, barrels and crates and stuff stand everywhere in this place. Mm -hmm. You can kind of just leisurely kind of parkoured up this thing but there's enough footing for you to find your way you fight you get up onto the roof and you kind of go lay low on the roof um as you watch for a few hours as the guards move in and out and kind of arresting people dragging them around uh, you listen as some of the guards uh, walk by below you on the ground below haven't taken notice of you yet as they're pulling a few people that are, they, they have arrested and asking them about the events of the night and what's happened about this death of this man A few hours later, when all is calmed down, and you finally feel the commotion has just about died out. You take some time to reflect on the dismal turn of events. Looking for some consolement and maybe even guidance, you dive into your songbook. Somehow the book always seems to provide just what you need to make you feel better in times of need. This night is no different, and different at the same time. You have read most of the book, and you know most of its content. But this is something new. Inside of the book, you find a letter taped down to one of the pages, and it reads,
1: Son, the world is a hard place for some. Do not let it get you down. The world is just not ready for your greatness. The world will soon be in need of a person like you, you and a few others that are destined for great things. Travel now east to the town of Dewhurst. There you will find such company. Travel with them, learn from them, and also teach them your ways. Soon the world will need a hero to rise out above the rest. At that time is when you will take your stand. Travel safe, and let the gods guide your
0: feet. Ha, Herbert. Where was this when I needed it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah. So now... You are on the roof, and you're Mm. probably going to lay low here Mm. until the sun probably comes up the next morning, until all of it has died down, Mm. and you're feeling good. You've found the words of the letter inspiring, in a way. Well, I would say so, yes. Okay. Um, So now, you are going to travel east, we're assuming. Yes, we are assuming I am going
1: east. To words to Dewhurst, my fame and fortune awaits me. Maybe I'll find a travelling carnival or a wagon.
0: I hope I find a wagon. I don't want to walk. The next morning has come up. You are still shook by what happened last night, but also very irritated because you did not get your night's sleep. Seeing the way things went there, you're probably very happy that you did not get to sleep in one of those beds that that was offered to you. Now, we're going to assume that you need to find a way to travel down to Dewhurst.
1: Okay, Um, would I know of any like caravans or like uh, companies, like
0: like, uh, some sort of transport that goes between cities? Is this like common knowledge? Uh, there should be caravans, there should be carts traveling at a quite regular basis between the two cities. I mean, okay. as we said, this is going to be the two main capital cities of what Edia has to offer you. So mm-hmm. um, there's going to be travel between the two um, quite quite often. I'm going to make my
1: way to like the canavanery that is a, word. I think <laughs> it's a, it is a word. I think it's a word. I think it's a word. Um travel agent. Hey uh, the travel <laughs> agent. Good day, sir. <laughs> um I would uh I would assume I like ask for directions, seeing as I'm not very good with directions, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um uh towards this specific district. Uh like
0: to try and see if I can organize transport for myself. Okay. Um let's see. Uh the Trade District uh, would not be a bad place to start. Murador is gigantic. Okay, it really is. It was, It's the epitome of a city built and just grown and grown and grown. It, I would say it would probably be the metropolis. Mm. Of where everybody goes to have dreams come true. And it's like the New York of this place. Okay. Dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. Um, Sucks here, I can't make it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> nice. Now I need to leave, I just got here, eh? <laughs> thank you, Herbert, again. <laughs> so I'll be making my way to the trade district mm-hmm. and uh, I would, uh, okay, follow the main road because I assume that is where I will find the most carts <laughs> yes. and so on I look for a stable or someone that lo- uh, looks like they would offer, uh, like, would accept a bard and songs and tales and maybe a little help. Okay. Just a little.
0: <laughs> asking around a little bit, um, people don't seem to be too open to the idea about a strange master man asking a bunch of questions. Uh, but you do... A person uh, shares a bit of information to you and says that there is a, um, a temple up in the Ath Mountains uh, that works for the gods, and they create kind of like... Statues, um, that they also bring to the sit the the city of Murador to kind of sell, and there is quite often a lot of uh these, we can call them monk-like people, religious people, that <laughs> that um are, are will be more willing to accept a strange person, uh, traveling with them. They've done it before, and uh, they. Move between the Ath Mountains, Mirador, and then they would probably go down to Deshar as well to sell some of the statues and religious memorabilia in that direction as well. So that would probably be the best place to go. So they say, go to the religion religious district, uh, find a temple there, and they will definitely be able to help you in a direction to get on a cart to get shipped out as soon as possible. Thank you, my good man. You've been most helpful. <sighs>
1: Now to the other side of this enormous in- bloody city,
0: religious district of the. I one can't the wait to be it. famous, that I don't have to walk everywhere. Okay, the religious district is in the center of town. There, um, it is a beautiful part of the town. The cities and cathedrals and the chapels and stuff that they have built here are amazing and breathtaking, as most of them glow in the sunlight, either silver or gold, or decorated in in uh, precious gems that catch the sun's rays and just it's beautiful, it's breathtaking in this area. You can see that a lot of money goes into this this is really a rich part of, of the city um, there are a lot of priests and clerics and um, religious people walking around in this area um, you see the gods are very well known and very well loved in the city or, or in Idia itself, mm-hmm. um, gods actually play an almost active role in, in this world as well. The gods have walked among us, the gods have done stuff that people have seen, the gods have literally built the city of Deshar. Um, so people love the gods and they pray to them a lot, so they put a lot of uh, devotion into the gods. It's not hard to find the people they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this person was talking about. You do see the memorabilia, that, and the priests and stuff are very helpful. They are very kind, very giving people to everybody. It's kind of their mission as well to make everybody in the city feel uh, welcome. This is as much in New York as it is as little in New York. As in <laughs> dreams do come true in in Mirador, the whole parliamentary system is actually built to help people that are down on the. the parliament was built on dreams. <laughs> 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 so they do try and help as much as they can uh, it's not that hard uh, to find sweet to sweet talk a few people and yeah you will in on the next the next morning you will probably be able to f- get on a cart and get transported as far down or well, far east as you probably need to go all the way to the city of Desjar if you have to
1: thank you my good fellow um, as promised I shall be acoustically accompanying your morning, evening, afternoon, mid-breakfast, just before bed, and midnight prayers. I don't know when I'm going to sleep,
0: but hey, it's free transport. (laughs) Sounds amazing. The gods will be very pleased. The gods will be pleased indeed. And aren't we all here to
1: please the gods? Indeed we are. Yes, may the gods guide your feet. May the gods guide our feet.
0: So yeah, we can say that you can find a place to sleep at night. Okay. Probably don't. the 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 priest will probably help you out with that as well, and, mm-hmm. and put you up with some lodging to sleep. You still walk around with a bit of trepidation because of what happened last night and the guards. Yeah. You don't know how much the guards actually saw of you. And yes. um, so you don't know at what point the guards will actually identify you in this town. So you kind of still feel a little bit um, watched yes. in this area, in the city. Well, my California does not do me any favors. Exactly. And <laughs> the mask is a quite identifying feature. Hmm. Um, but as you say, you don't know how much they've seen and what they don't know. They just saw... You standing over them. You you feel like they're out to get you, mm-hmm. whether they are or not. You don't know.
1: <laughs> Stop watching me.
0: <laughs> so the the, the priest you uh the priest will probably give you a place to sleep at tonight. It's not the best accommodation. It is. Uh, it's clean. It's nice. It's comfortable, but it's not luxurious in any way, shape, or form to what Julius is is hoping to get. Um, but it does its job you get a nice night's rest except for the uh the bells that clink from the religious district every every hour or so and the hymning and songs that do go on uh, at night but other than that it's a good night's rest the next morning you will meet up with the cart traders these uh traders themselves do not look like religious people themselves Um, Mm -hmm. if you didn't know any better they probably look like a bunch of bandits uh, on these carts (laughs) (laughs) traveling with a few boxes on the back of their carts Um, I would say only two of them are properly dressed in their religious garbs full white robes little boxy little helmets on the top of their heads the rest of them kind of do look like bandits traveling with their uh, crates on the back of the the carts being Mm -hmm. pulled by two donkeys Fantastic. Gonna take like a few days to travel, but, but that's what they're gonna give you. And yeah so the two donkeys and then obviously by fighting out is the crates on the back of the the cart is all filled with statues that the monks have created up in the mm-hmm. Af mountains. Okay And they head off almost at sunbreak. This the, the cart goes and I <laughs> the donkeys and there you start traveling at a slow pace through the city of mirador out through the districts as you can identify them one by one uh you approach the walls of mirador as the guards stand on on the side of the walls and you kind of find it necessary to hide yourself you pull your kind of your your cloak over your head as you pass through the massive gates of mirador um and the, the stone roads slowly start or the paved roads slowly start turning into ground gravel roads that are traversed quite often and there you go off into the wilderness you travel the open fields and plateaus um, and you've got a few days of travel ahead of you now so as uh as julian would be sitting
1: on the back of this cart um he would whenever his nervous ticks will obviously kick him would subconsciously be playing just like a melody to calm himself whether that has an effect on his uh on anyone else it might clash with their incisive and annoying humming and praying but julian would uh, tolerate it and behind the mask growl and pull faces but The mask is smiling. Always. Smiling. (laughs) Smiling with content. (laughs) Smiling with content. I'm so bloody freaking happy.
0: The next few days go by without any problems. Julian has a few days to sit and think about what his next step should be. Alone, so to say, with his own thoughts, he comes up with a plan.
1: Herbert always told me that he was an adventurer before he became a bard. Fine, I should probably have some people uh, to adventure with. I will start a company and I will have droves and droves of adventurers joining the company, and they can do all the hard lifting, work, killing, slaughtering, or whatever is that adventurers do, taking on quests. And I can just be there, inspiring them, being the face, the face that gets the fame. Yes, that sounds like a brilliant idea, it's brilliant. <laughs> I'll call it, uh, what shall I call the company? The Serpent's Song. That sounds fantastic.
0: Travelling from town to town, Julian devised the best plan he could think of. He managed to swindle a box from an apple merchant and so started his captivating performance atop a wooden apple box.
1: Townsfolk and adventurers alike, come join me and let's talk about adventure. Ah, the serpent song is here, in search of you, yes, you, adventurer. Be great, be strong, come have a talk, and we'll be rich, famous, and powerful together.
0: But once again, Julian's appearance seems to have deterred most people. Day after day, his enthusiasm started to wane. Upon reaching Dewhurst, it was just painful.
1: Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, no one wants to join him <laughs> yet. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye, all adventurers wanted. Come here, I want to talk to you,
0: please. But determined to follow what his letter suggested he do, he bid his travelling partners farewell and stayed behind in Dewhurst. Finding a spot close to the market square, he set down a bowl and started to perform for some coin making just enough money to pay for a room in the wooden pillow inn, waiting for his perfect partners to show up.
1: Madam, madam, this is not money, this is an onion!
0: (laughs) And that will be all until next episode, where we meet Thrice Salvatore, the next member of our adventuring party.